It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. What if you could make fresh, delicious meals at home without the stress of planning, prepping, or cleaning up? Introducing Tavala. Tavala is a first-of-its-kind meal service that makes eating well effortless. By combining a countertop smart oven with delivered meals, just scan a QR code to cook dinner. First, choose from a variety of chef-crafted meals delivered weekly to your door. When you're ready to eat, just do one minute of easy prep. Next, scan your meal's QR code with the Tavala Smart Oven. While the oven automatically switches between modes and temperatures for the perfect cook, just sit back and relax. Your food's ready in 25 minutes or less. No shopping, no chopping, no cleanup. Simplify mealtime today with Tavala. Go to Tavala.com now to save $150 on a Tavala Smart Oven when you agree to order meals six times. That's T-O-V-A-L-A dot com. Promo applied automatically at checkout. Tavala. Eat well effortlessly. Tavala dot com. Welcome back to a Celtic State of Mind. I'm Paul John Dykes and this afternoon I'm delighted to be joined in the studio by Ewan Martin and Lawrence Conley. We're not always able to get people in the studio for these games, but today was a wee bit different, wasn't it? And we're here hopefully to wrap up the, the league title. There was a prediction. There was a prediction of 4-1 by your good self. Well, I hate to be right, mate. Uh, well, to be fair, <laughs> we've seen a lot of the... Um, a lot of the comments coming in before the game saying one nothing would do. We just needed to get over the line. But I think we've done it with a bit of style today. That last 20 minutes, uh, we just turned it on. Uh, I think once we got the third, that was it. One winner. Uh, some really good chances to make it five or six. Mm-hmm. You, ought, you ought to have one. Should have had a penalty. What? You know, the, well, the yacht, all the things down my head. The Yota goal was onside. Yep. And that definitely 100%. Onside. Yeah, and then, and then that, that very last one with uh, a badder. Gordon makes a great save. That's two great chances to make more goals now. But I think overall, I mean, champions, champions, come I, on. <laughs> I think that uh, it's time, times like these, for a bit of reflection. You look back on the, the season, it'll probably sink in over the next 24 hours or so. I heard as we were leaving the uh, the area that we were watching the game in, it's not mathematically um, 
confirmed yet, but you know, there's no way Celtic are going to last, no uh, lose we're, the, we're the last two games 10-0. There's no way we're not going to celebrate today. Right, absolutely. Absolutely. But let's have a look back on the season. I mean, we as a as a platform started streaming on a live daily basis during the the so-called going for the 10 season. Mm. And it was a disaster. It was an absolute disaster. But what happened is it gave people a platform to, to vent their frustrations and their anger all last season. And that's exactly what happened. And we built up a community. So going into this season was completely different. But I think there was there was a process of getting rid of all that frustration and anger at the beginning of the season, even after we had appointed Ange Postacoglu. What was your initial reaction, Lawrence, to the appointment of Ange? Uh, luckily, we're in touch with Jared and he says, look, it's positive. But initially, you're going, Ange, who, right? Quickly, on to Google, you try and suss out who the guy is and you go, well, Apart from in Greece, he won something everywhere he was. Reputation for attacking football, developing players. Your probably arrogant question is, but I but can he do it in Scotland? As if you're some kind of football utopia. But uh, so positive that it was a winner and it was attacking football. But I suppose maybe a wee bit arrogantly, or you're going, is that going to translate to Scotland? You know, <laughs> obviously it has. Not long well after I met Brian McLear in here, and he was going, look, he's a City Group manager. They don't pick bad managers. He did say that, didn't he? Aye. So it was positive. And but you know, after the Eddie Howe debacle, I suppose it was coloured by that as well, because we let that drag yeah. on for too long. How you? big a part was that? I yeah. was going to say that the, it wasn't so much anything against Andrew at the start. It was the disappointment and the anger that we've publicly backed Eddie Howe's guy. He's coming in. We waited three, was it three months? And then the last minute collapses, and we're thinking. We've just waited, lost three months to prepare for the for this season, and with nothing. And then the names Ange Postecoglou, I can't pronounce it. Ange comes out of that, you know. Uh, and at first you're thinking, what's going on? But for, again, yeah, Google, you, you listen. As soon as I've got enough info on the guy, and I, I thought, I thought this guy's got experience. He's no mug. He's been around. He wins things. Mm. And I was just like, ah, give the guy a chance. Let's see what he can do. And for me personally, folks say, when was that moment in the season when you thought this guy, this guy is going to be, is, is got it, is good, is good enough? The first two games of this season at Celtic Park, when we, we, we the two six nils in a row, I seen enough in them two games to think this this could be special. On the back flip of, uh, flip of that, the three away games, I remember the the the, 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 the Ange outs, oh, this guy's no, no good after you know when we lost to Inverness Cali. No, no. Sorry, uh, Livingston, you know, for the third defeat. Yeah. I was just like, guys, calm down, you know, because he's, he's in the door. He's, he's probably had the three toughest away games you can get at the very start of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, but since that game, Ange came out and says, we've got to be perfect or almost perfect from now to win this league. Mm-hmm. And wow, we've done it. He we've did point it. out to the pundits, you know, nothing. Right. They called the league early in Scotland, I think, was his They did. His they did. And, and I think, though, that it's a good point you make that the disappointment of what had happened and the way that, you know, Celtic embarrassed themselves the way they conducted that totally. managerial search, you know, for Eddie Howe. And it seemed when the news broke and the club were very keen to let everybody know that Andrew was always in the running. He had been, A, an option... Um, and and uh, you know it wasn't as if we were plucking them out the the hat at the last minute. I think again our boards lack professionalism when it comes to football things because every top team when they lose a manager they don't beat about the bush they get a guy in within two three weeks, three months four months. But bearing in mind as well, I don't know. Look, look, look at Man United just got kind of ran you can in a while. I, I think it was the the way we were publicly at Eddie Howe, you know, and then we said oh Eddie's changed his mind at the last minute. To step away and try and suggest that there's no failure after that. There's no failure from that being yeah. a shambles. You just have to oh. look at the CEO situation, right? Mm-hmm. So the the guy who unveiled Ange Postecoglou lasted seventy two days. He I, claims that he was. I was, say, was he honest with that claim? <laughs> well, he claims that he was involved <laughs> in bringing Ange. Peter Law was claimed that it was him, or someone else has claimed that Peter Law was was involved in bringing Ange Postecoglou. And Ange himself has said Peter Law was involved and. So there's no getting away. We were a basket case of a club in the early stages of this season. And you look at what's just happened today. But when I look back on it and people try and pinpoint a specific game, 
I look at the I, I basically look at the two transfer windows and I look at what we brought in in that first transfer window. You know, when you think about the two centre halves, Starfelt, Cameron Carter Vickers again solid today. Oh, brilliant. Joe Hart, Kyogo, and Jota. Now I know Yakimakis came in, but it took him a wee while to bed in. Mm-hmm. Five, and we were saying at the beginning of the season, we can't afford to bring in one dud. We cannot afford to bring in one project. Everybody's got to hit the ground running. And I just felt that coming up to the, the end of December, Lawrence and I covered the Boxing Day game and we had to bring in Joey Dawson because Kyogo got injured. It was almost as if we limped to the January transfer window, right? Very much so. And then we went in again and he'd done exactly the same in terms of quality. So you look at Hatati uh, coming in and, and you look at uh, Maeda, the, the impact he's made. O'Reilly today, mm-hmm. another fantastic... So I just think it's a tale of two transfer windows. And again, with the January one, he didn't, be, he didn't wait till no. the last day, you know, deadline day. He actually signed him before the window opened, which but is great. I think he'd identified some of them yeah. in, his first, in the first window because he, he let his frustration be known that he didn't get everyone in he wanted after the first window, didn't he? Imagine he, that one. He, he called out the board publicly. Imagine didn't he say we need to do transfers? Yeah. Because he'd identified me either. Well, let's not forget Hattati. Janovic from that first yeah. transfer oh. window. So Andrew's quite public and calling the board out and saying, well, I didn't get anybody mm. else. I wanted the first tra- transfer window. So as much as the second one was good, how many of them should actually have done the first transfer good window? Point. Because O'Reilly, we know, came late in the day because Andrew's spoken openly about that. It was, a, it was somebody that was presented to him that maybe wasn't a part of the plans, but it was too good a deal mm-hmm. not, not to take it on. So you look at some of the Japanese players, for example, you think maybe Hatate, maybe Maeda would have been in earlier had the, the business been done quicker. So um, massive, massive improvement in terms of the recruitment. We've got to talk about today's game, of course, uh, as well. It got off to a pretty poor start, and there was a wee bit of nerves going on when we were all watching it through there. There's no um, nerves for me, mate. No nerves for you. <laughs> you were cruising. It, it wasn't so much nerves. It was more like you wanted the game to be easy flow. And you act like today, let's, let's enjoy it. Let's win by a canter. And yes, but lose that goal three minutes in, and then 20 minutes, scrappy. You're thinking, oh, is this going to be one of those games? But thankfully, no. We, we, we turned up, we upped the gears. And in the end, it was very comfortable. We, we upped the gears indeed. We certainly did. I'm going to try and bring in as many comments as possible because it is a, a monumental day today, Celtic winning the Champions. league. Uh, Les Watts, Champions. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And no, Doran. Uh, come on, you boys in green. Hopefully everybody gets the opportunity to celebrate this evening. So let's have a wee look at this here. Um, Patrick James Simpson. To celebrate, I've just pre-ordered a book on Amazon called The Celtic Jersey. I've no idea who wrote it, but it looks good. I've heard it is pretty good. It only took seven years to, to, to finish as well. So hopefully you enjoy that. And thanks for supporting us. Thanks, everybody, for getting involved here. Um, this is a good point. Abada, PFA Young Player of the Year, comes on, looks lively. Um, good chance near the end of the game. But he's a player, I think, in the last month or two who's been in the shadows because you've had Maeda and Jota on both wings. Let's not forget how good a signing Abada. I haven't even mentioned Abada. Yeah. How good a signing he has been. For a boy at 19, 19. I know he's 20 now, but uh, and coming in from like Israel, yep. different language, culture, up the works. I think, I think it's been very good probably for him to have beat on in, in the squad. I'm mm. pretty sure he's taken one under his wing. But yeah, I mean, uh, Abada's, what's the season? I mean, as you say, at the start, he was a big player in, in the team constantly. But because of the players we brought in in January, you know, I mean, he's been rested a bit more. Uh, but when he comes on, he's an impact player. And he's, he's great. I mean, he was, he was, I thought he was excellent today when he came on second half. Let's go back to one of the points we made. I think it might have been at um, uh, in the pre-match where we're talking about keeping a team together under Ange mm-hmm. for a period of four or five years to see what this team is capable of. Um, and, and bearing in mind there's going to be players leaving the club in the summer, I don't think, though, that we're going to have any big players leaving. We're not going to enter the, the uh, pre-season with the concern that the likes of Abada might be on his way out or any of the other players. We're, we're not going to lose any of the players who've just come in the door, obviously. But I, I was saying to Lawrence, maybe we shock, surprise sale in the summer. This is just me thinking outside the box. I, I don't know if uh, uh, Trumbull will suit Andrew's style. You know, cause you have to have legs, movement, mm. pace, things that he doesn't really have. I mean, don't get me wrong, he's a gifted, talented player, and he's a dangerous player. Uh, but if Trumbull's the kind of player who wants to be starting every game, which I, I wish you hear that he is, that kind of player, 
I don't know. I think like, he could be the short transfer. Say if a club comes in like six, seven million pound bid, I would take it. Well, he's a player that initially looked as though he was favoured by Ange. He played him a hell of a lot right up to his injury. And leading up to today's game, I felt that Hatati should have been rested. And if I was going to go for, you're playing at home, you need to win to win the league. I'm not going to bring in a defensive midfield player and, and beat on or yeah, McCarthy. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm going to play David Turnbull. So I agreed with that, but I didn't think he, he was particularly effective and today. I, I tell you what, when Hatati did come on, Second half. I thought he was he he a great second he half. Did. Tell yep. you what, if people are saying uh, Taylor's a player that can be, we can go out and get better, well, Tumble definitely falls into that category, doesn't he? We've been linked with a boy for Bayern Munich in midfield. So, I, you know, I don't think Tumble's got the work rate. He's a bit one-paced. You'll sometimes see the pass. He's an old player. Yeah, six or seven million. I think it's an easy decision if someone was to offer it. You know, we're fairly congested, congested in midfield as well, but I think that's a we maybe the midfield's not really gelled as well as it could, no. so it maybe is looking at improving now. I, I mean, it's a tough one, I think, because he is such a talented player. But I go back to what you and said: does he suit the way that Ange plays that high tempo? Where you know defensively, you've Basically also got movement, to be effective. Yeah, which he doesn't have. You look at the movement of McGregor today. Oh. I mean, he was all over the park, right? Mm-hmm. Turnbull doesn't have that engine. No. He does not have that engine. And I think if you're looking at number 10, which I know he's been deployed there before, well, we've got Rogic and O'Reilly. So you're, you're running out of options for David Turnbull at that stage. But at the same time, I want to have a strong squad. Mm-hmm. But going back to another point that was made earlier, does that suit him at this stage of his career? Yeah, I think he wants to play mm-hmm. as a regular a regular starter. So I think it might suit both parties. If, if a club comes in for him, I think, I think a deal could be done. So... We'll wait and see. We're not, we're not, I'm not trying to be negative self off our players. Just try to say that he's maybe the one player that could go create space, give some more money for the transfers for Ange, and yeah, we shall see. Uh, Jamesy Forrest, very positive from Jamesy. I was backing him up before the game. You two guys had him uh, at grass, testimonial doubt, all the rest of it. <laughs> No, um, of his contract. And um, I mean, for free. he's still got another year left. I know it was just a cameo. I know it was just a camera. Listen, he's a decent player. That's why I'm saying, you know, don't sell him just now. Keep him, let him play his contract out and let him leave for three in a year's time. I think, I think if he can stay injury-free, I'd, I'd, I'd give him a new contract. I want to see him ending his career at Celtic. Now, when I said it last night, some of the comments came in saying you're being over-sentimental. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's that. I think it's important at, a cl- at most clubs to have the continuity. And if you've got a core of players that have been at the club for maybe 10 years... Three or four of them in the dressing room are vital. I think it's absolutely vital that you've but got that. End of his contract, will be, what, 15 years on the first team? Mm-hmm. You know, but he'll only be 32. He'll only be 32. So wait, it just depends how his injuries are or how his pace is. And who else we brought in? Because a badder, you're going to hope he's progressed. Mm. You know, you've got Jota in the right wing as well. That right wing position's going to be hard to get. Same on the left, you've got Maeda. You know, so... Yeah. It, it's a... Place there's competition for, so I, I, I think unless you know he can stay injury free and and prove he's still got that bossa pace for the whole of the season, I would be letting him go to end his contract in another year's time and looking to bring in you know another star. We will see how and, that and will know uh, what he wants, who he wants to keep, and who he wants to let go. I, I think eight players. Andrew try and get shot of the in, in I, summer. I, listen, I I think you're probably on the money there because although I would keep James Forrest, I'd look more towards. We're going to lose Dembele. What's Mikey Johnson going to do in this team? Nah, I've never got it. Is he, is he going to be part of it? Um, again, we've just won the league. We're not uh, ripping the team up, but, by the way. Listen, it's not uh, <laughs> mathematically whatever they, they oh, said there. Oh, dearie me. <laughs> Vincey Free. You can't um, celebrate yet. No, no. Do you I think, can. just before I get to this point, do you think he might play some of these fringe players over the next couple of games? No, nah, I think Andrew put his strongest team and make sure it's done next game. Yeah? Aye. About yourself, you can get any minutes in the legs or the likes of Eddie Gucci, perhaps. I think, I think, I think Eddie Gucci is a probably gets in time. Mm. I think he's the one player Ange probably thinks it's just bad timing. I mean, he gets injured, and then and then it's the business end. We can't afford to drop points oh. or lose games. So Ange was probably thinking, I can't really risk playing Eddie Gucci. Because if he brings Gucci in, you're like, well, what's it saying to our players? If you if he is thinking of moving Turnbull on, you need to give him game time. You need to put him in the short I, window. I, I, I think probably the last. Well, no, but then again, last game at Celtic Park, you'll probably have the strongest start 11 to, to 
The yeah. boys are deserved to be in the park. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I think Tannadice or a sub in the last game, Eriguchi, will get a wee run. But I think they'll all be wanting to, to play. Let's be honest, it looks like they all want to play for hands, doesn't it? No, they, they absolutely do. Um, and it's great to see all these comments coming in from... Uh, Celtic fans all over the world. So let's have a, a look through some of them. Uh, first of all, nervous start, but Bosch the game after that, very impressive. I thought we managed the game really well. Uh, one thing we did see, first 10 minutes though, Ewan, is that Hearts might uh, be up for a challenge in the Scottish Cup final. Absolutely. I mean, you talk about things in the past. I'll just go back to the Vim Janssen season. And, and, and funnily enough, in that season, <laughs> we actually lost the semi-final to them, 2-1. Yep. And they played Hearts in the final. Which was that? Well, actually, that's uh, Celtic Park, and then it uh, and Hearts won that game two one. So I'm going for a two one Hearts win in the final. <laughs> okay, your prediction was right today, yep, so yep, uh, yeah, let's yeah. hope you're right again. Uh, we're looking at Chris Thompson had a feeling O'Reilly would do something as a match went on. This is interesting because I think it would be difficult to identify a better season that Tom Rogic has had for Celtic. I think this season has been his vintage campaign. Mm-hmm. And I know he's had moments in that amazing, game-changing moments. But in terms of the consistency and the amount of games he's played, I think he's been brilliant this season. However, O'Reilly's the man with the jersey, and he, and that's on merit. He's, he's for me, I think he has been one of the success stories of this year, the second half of the season, um, and it came out of nowhere for me. We talk about people not really having a knowledge of certain players in the Japanese market. I didn't have a knowledge no. of Matt O'Reilly when he no. came in. And, and he cost us under one and a half million pounds. This, this kid, 20, right. 21 years of age. Massive potential. Celtic, the numbers said, he, you know, there was Liverpool looking at him. And, mm. you know, he's got the best stats of any midfielder in the, the UK. But obviously at a lower league level. Yeah. Uh, compared to, uh, but he's come in and done it. Uh, as you say, he's in command of the jersey. Uh, we're already looking at the boy for Bayern Munich. So number 10 looks like a position. Maybe we are looking to get strengthened. Roger's going to have a, his hands filled trying to, get the jersey back but you want what's, competition what's exciting is Ange wants to get us up, up, up a level so every player he signs in summer it's not going to be like a, a like for like I think he's going to be signing a better class player mm. for every position he signs so next season I mean this season has been fantastic to win the league uh, considering where we started out as I think next season will be beautiful I've not seen him signing a left back yet yeah you know so what, what standard would that be? <laughs> <laughs> Did he say them? See, the thing with scales, I know he's, he's been playing at left back, but remember he said his preferred position is left centre-half mm. as well. And we've not, that's, that's a position we've not seen him playing in. Mark Wilson said his preferred position was midfield, but I don't know what Things were centre-forward, but always played <laughs> left back. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. Chris Thompson, good point. And we also have a, a comment coming in from... Do hello, LP. Uh, my eyesight's terrible. Sorry if I've got that wrong. Feeling on top of the world over here in sunny Cork. Absolutely brilliant. Well, we are transmitting and broadcasting from a state of mind studio. We're at the bar. It's myself, you and Martin, Lawrence Conley, Sam Cook, and this fella here who's wearing a Brown Bear t-shirt. Uh, so get onto the channel and track down the unplugged session we've done with Brown Bear. Brilliant Scottish artist. Um and a Celtic fan, and enjoy the acoustic session that he played for us. Uh, Craig as well, yes, Celtic from Melbourne, Australia. Well, stay tuned because we are going to have uh, a very specific live broadcast just for the Australian audience coming very soon. It will involve me coming here at half three. Fancy it, guys? You never know, mate. Half three in the morning, and uh, it will just be for, well, not just, if anybody else is up at half past three, they can tune in as well. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about the game today. I was critical, I think, of Celtic over the last two games against Rangers, where we got the jitters. We seemed to crumble a wee bit after they equalised. We let in an early goal today, no such jitters. It's a character. And, and a big part of that, if you think back to Ibrox, McGregor, he grabs that game by the scruff of the neck. We're not losing this. We're going to win the league. Let's have a wee chat about the man in the mask. Oh, brilliant, I guess. Best season in a Celtic jersey, Ewan? I think so. I think so. I mean, I think uh, he's taking that responsibility as captain to a high, high level. Uh, again, today, when when we lost that first goal, the team, weren't, we, weren't, we weren't playing silky football, but McGregor was the one guy. He was grabbing the ball and he was running me up. And he was, he was saying, like, trying to inspire everyone else. Right, let's get going, let's get going. And, and we did. He's been brilliant. Fantastic. Uh, David Bradley, one of the best league wins ever. What what is your favourite league win? Ten men 
was good when 10 men won the league. Uh, 98. The, the one I enjoyed the most, or, well, the, the stopping the 10 was probably the most important, but the most enjoyable for me was the centenary year in 88 when we just, it was just a, a magical season. Uh, league and Cup double. That was a fantastic year. And, and uh, I, I, I still think that game against Dundee doesn't get enough enough chat or enough mention because you're like so, so-called 60,000 fans, but really it was like 90,000 jammed into Celtic Park that day. The best, you'll never walk alone ever. Mm. It was a brilliant day. That, that's the one game in my mind. I mean, I was, I was, I was only 16, but what, what a day. I was in the jungle. It was great. I love the that's footage after that. I love the footage with the cameras in the dressing room and Neely Mockins there and Billy McNeil was getting thrown in the bath. bath and, and you know, people are making comparisons between various different campaigns. And I remember when, when Billy McNeil came in, there was a huge there was a huge rebuild on that. Mm-hmm. That summer when, when Billy McNeil came in for his second tenure as manager of Celtic, if you look at the players we lost, oh, yeah. Danny McGrain it hadn't retired. He went and played a season at Hamilton, but he was with him. Was the best player in that league as well. Davey, uh, Danny. Danny, yeah, he won the league with him and yeah. he was the best player in the league. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, Davey Proven was gone, Murdo McLeod, um, him who shall not be named, Davey, Alan McAnally, Brian McLeod. We lost a, a huge amount of players. In comes Bill McNeil. His first signing's 70 grand Billy Stark from Aberdeen. I know. Turned out to be a tremendous sign. And everybody he brought in, Chris Morris, another one, he had played a few games for Sheffield Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, next thing you know, he's in Jack Charlton's Island squad, Andy Walker. Uh, the our, player, our guy we love so much now, Andy Walker, the player, yeah, yeah, yeah. top goal scorer that season. When the, when the, comes in. For years, Minky Couture has been donating blankets to Nick Hughes across the country. Owner Sandy Henry's grandson was born at 30 weeks, and she placed a mini blanket in her grandson's incubator. We want to help other NICU families with the Heart of Minky program. For every adult-sized blanket purchased, Minky Couture will donate a mini-sized blanket to NICUs across the nation. Thanks to you, we can fulfill our dream to blanket the world. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Turning point. I mean, there wasn't actually a turning point because we started the season fantastic. Uh, we, we beat the, the Rangers, Celtic Park first game, mm-hmm. put us on the right track, but, but when he signed McAvenny. McAvenny came in in what, about September? I think his debut was against Hibs, wasn't it? At Celtic Park. It was probably September, October time. Aye, because back then there wasn't any transfer window. Mm. You could just sign players. So we bring yeah. in Joe Miller. First game, 5 nothing so against Dundee. Beat, beat, Scores. Beat Man United to the signing of Joe Miller. Yeah. Aye. Aye. You know, one of the most wanted forward. But he, he was a striker, but he never be playing as a winger. But, but when we signed <laughs> him, um, he was being chased by Alex Ferson, who had took up to Aberdeen as a boy. Um, Kenny Dalglish wanted them at Liverpool Terry Venables wanted them at Spurs Celtic signed them I mean absolutely superb in that centenary yep. one of my favourite favourites as well um, also loved the, the Vim Janssen uh, league win for obvious reasons um, yep. I loved the the first season under O'Neill because oh, yeah. we were miles off it and that was a very very good Rangers side we were up against but this season's been a bit special um, and I think that uh, anyone who had any concerns about Ange, and I've brought up a, a comment here from Joe Fulham, who comments quite a lot on a Celtic <laughs> state of mind. Eddie, who? Absolutely. Um, what about 10 men won the league, mate? I'm too young for that. Oh, Jesus. I'm too you don't young look for too young, mate. I've read all <laughs> Thank you for that, Lawrence, my friend. Um, I've read all about it. I've spoken to players who are involved in it. Is that, the, is that the 4-2 game? Yep. Aye. The 4-2 game. Yeah. The funny thing about that one is, um, again, do, doing the research for the Neely book is, the ground staff was made up of guys like Willie McStay, Charlie Nicholas, Danny Craney. Uh, there was a Danny guy... Danny crack and start his game, didn't he? He did. He scored against the same Rangers. Year as, as Nicholas. I scored his debut against Rangers. But great goal return. It was the same year as Nicholas came mm-hmm. on the scene. And obviously it didn't work for Danny, but what a first season he had. Absolutely. And there was a guy called Chanty Ferry as well who didn't quite make it. And there was a fifth guy um, who was involved in this. And they basically stole jerseys from Neely Mockins' cupboard. <laughs> Right, so they were in the ground staff during the day, 
they steal the Celtic jerseys, the match-worn jerseys, long-sleeved, yeah. and they go to the game wearing them in the jungle that night. And Charlie and all that are saying, you know, people, because, I mean, it wasn't as much of a big deal back then with regards to kits, but long-sleeved Celtic jerseys and all this kind of stuff. And they're standing there with the match-worn jerseys on, and they had to come in early the following day to sneak them back into Neely's cupboard. Um, but that was the ground stab boys, and a couple of them did okay. I mean, within a few years, Nicholas is scoring goals against Rangers. I said, well, partly McGarvey made them the player the way. He did, That's aye. Frank. He also <laughs> made McClare. Mm-hmm. This is a good wee history lesson for all your younger viewers. Right? We're, we're getting a bit nostalgic. <laughs> We've just won but, the but, league. But if you look at any forward that played with Frank, they seem to do well, didn't they? So there must be something in it. Frank McGarvey was was greatly underrated, I think. Um, and and uh, he's always good fare when he comes in here for oh. a, bit, a bit crack as well. Um, yeah, we should have got... I'm going to bring this up, right, because it's easy to forget because we've won the league and we've won with style. Jota, offside goal. 78 <laughs> minutes he was the last guy in the stadium oh. to realise he was offside but he wasn't offside onside. perfectly Listen, good goal what about a penalty I mean Gordon brings down Maeda Maeda's running by the ball was there to be one in the line did Taz get a free kick for that aye bizarrely mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you know it's arguably a sending off as well as a penalty but what's more the, attempt to play the ball the, 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 the Jota goal when, it, when it's offside it's like you can see it's all, sorry onside and yet the guys in the studio at Sky don't see it they barely talk about it. Can, can, you, can you imagine if it was say say it was given uh, and it was offside? Uh, I know they're not going to talk f- about it. because oh. the head of referees going to come out uh, and talk about these decisions as he's wanting. We are, to do we, when we, are, a, we are not allowed decision. to get decisions going our way. Come on. <laughs> I'm going to bring this one up as well, Stevie Boy. Um, he's talking about something I've, I've read a lot about this week about the league taking less importance because of a Scottish club getting into a European final. I'm not buying that. Listen, Sorry. I think it all depends that. who you support. You so, know, Stevie, I agree I, with you, pal. I don't I buy that at all. It, it, it all depends who you support, doesn't it? Well, we can't win the league, so it's no, no important. Is that, that's what it comes down to, isn't it? Well, what, what I would say is they've not won anything. Aye. But it comes down to we can't win the league, double. so the league's no, no important. We've won a double. I mean, uh, it's uh, 52 on the board now. Uh, 52 versus one. So I'm happy with that. And... Uh, I mean, we've we've won the League and Cup double in Andrew's first season. This is great. This is a great time. And uh, forget about any other team and what they're doing. Look at what we've done. And, and I, agree I, I, I am super proud. I agree with that. You know, I said during the week that um, we're at a stage now, right, where for years, well, since 2012, we've been hearing that Rangers are in financial distress. They're going to go bust. It's going to happen next Wednesday or next Friday or next Tuesday. I think you mean the Rangers because Rangers did go bust. Yeah. <laughs> Just the... Yeah, the tw- 2012 version of, of the, said club. The new version. And the thing is, I'm not interested anymore. I'm just interested in Celtic. Exactly. I don't want to hear any of this. Mm-hmm. I and, agree with that. And what's happened now, Ewan, is they've had a season which is absurd. I mean, they can talk about it till the, the cows come home. But it, it may well have balanced the books, right, if it goes the way they want it to go. So get used to the fact that whatever version it is, they're here to stay. Mm-hmm. And we need to just look after our own backyard now. We need to compete in Europe. Yeah. We just need to look at our double and our success as a football club this you, season. You need to think about yourself, what you can do to affect things. You know, it's what, what can we do in the park? How can we get better as a team? Mm-hmm. How can we produce better results? That, that, that's all you, you know, what is it, Anne said, you don't look at your neighbour's house when you're building your own. Yeah, your, your beautiful house. Scott Howe, uh, Robbie Nielsen, we've not seen the post-match, so I'm not sure what he's been saying, but fill us in. Uh, please fill us in on that as well, because it's one of these things, I think, that um, there's a lot of people come out after Celtic have schooled them, um, and it's a big bit. Oh, he's probably going to be so great. Great. stupid. Well, listen, in fairness, he's done well with Hearts, hasn't he? You know, he's got an easily like thought, but, you know, what do you want an opposition manager to to say that you can't, can't come out and say, listen, we were absolutely played off the park and he's, he, he wants to keep the fight in for the cup final, doesn't well, he? His team, he wants to he does, get, yeah. get that siege mentality we're hard done by, but he's, don't worry, keep going. Oh, we're, you know, yeah. We've got a cup final coming up. He needs to perform I, that. I, cup agree final. With that. I, I wouldn't mind him performing well in the cup final either. No, I'm the same. Um, <laughs> there's always this question as well, though, you get the success and I remember standing after the second treble um, under Brennan Rogers, standing with Kev Graham at Hamden and Straight away, you're like, what do we do next? Because you're, you're now dominating Scottish football, two trebles back to back. We know we went on to win four, which even now when you say it, it sounds absurd, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you do next? So where do we go now uh, from this success? We know that Ange done it 
for large parts of the season with one arm tied behind his back. He's now got quite a, a decent length of preseason. Um, we know what we're, we're going to have to do for Champions League in terms of the positions that need to be filled. There's going to be a lot of incomings, a lot of outgoings. But where do we go from here? Ian? We have to totally, 100%, start to focus on yeah, European football. If you build a team for Europe and want to do well in Europe, the domestic game will take care of itself. If you only build for Scotland, you'll only be good in Scotland. And, and this is where we've gone wrong for the last, what, decade or so. We just think, well, as long as we're the best here, that's good enough. Europe's a bonus. We can't we can't compete there anyway. Mm-hmm. And, and, and unfortunately, go back to that other lot, they've shown, yeah, you can compete in Europe. You don't need to be in a total league. It's I, not I, a I flash think. in the pan either. Yeah, know? yeah. It's a few seasons. They've built up to this. Yep. And this, this is what Ange will do for us. I, I'm telling you, man, I think there's going to be fantastic times coming. Mm-hmm. I really believe in Ange. I think, thankfully, the board are backing him. He's, he's proved his worth. I think next year's going to be great, and I think the third year could be the year we really do something special in Europe. But Dermot's all Dermot. He comes out and says that Celtic's only state mission is to improve on the season before, and it's hard to say when we've actually done that. I mean, under Rogers, after the first season, there was the rumours came out it wasn't quite getting on with the hierarchy, and he stopped getting players that he wanted. You know, there was a number of players that he thought the deal was done, and it didn't go over the line, which. Arguably, his cost is even go, going for the tenant season. The manager was wanting to let players go and bring other players in. He didn't get them. So, I mean, the last time that the, the manager and the board seemed to work together well, I would say for a period of time was Strachan. And we get two last 16s. Mm. So, on this season, you would say that the manager and the board are working well. You know, they're in harmony. Yeah. You know, next, two se- next season, it's got to be last that's season. Got to, that's got to it's remain. Got to that's got to remain. You're, you you're spot on. Stevie Boy, yeah, there is a violin just above Ewan's head. And if we did play it, it would maybe be for all these people who don't think a league win is that important. You're absolutely I'm right. Telling you, I, I mean, I've, I've been in this area for 50 years and every single league win I have loved. And I love them all. I'm telling you that, Ray, honestly. And this one's sweet because where we came from, this, you know, start of season. And let's, let's remember, this is phase one of Ange's team. But, but in fairness to Ange, you know, he's come over by himself. He was, what, what was it? Some of the pundits say, absolutely not good enough. And he'll be sat in October. He'll be this. Guy that was a serial winner before he arrived here. Mm-hmm. Get nothing but abuse in the press. And we remember that first game at Tynecastle with a goal wrong, wrongly chopped off. A badder. Aye. He had the ball him. And no but great press outcry about it or a cry for VAR then. Mm-hmm. He'd done it by coming here himself. You know, he wasn't, you know, how would all the demands about backroom staff and everything? Exactly. He gave everybody a fair crack of the whip. And you know, the other and- thing as well, Lawrence, I'm going to bring this up. Um, when we're talking about the harmony between the manager and the board, and a big part of that is recruitment, right? So there was obviously a disharmony when it came to the point that Brendan Rogers, to use an example, was being presented with players that he didn't want at the club. But he's been presented with these players. So what does he do? Well, in Compare's case, he doesn't play him. He plays him for 60 minutes yeah, against yeah. Morton, right? Marion Shved. Complete waste of a million quid. Marion Shved wasn't interested that he had joined. And there would have been others that we're unaware of. You look at uh, the interviews that have come out after the event from three players, Sviachenko, Paddy Roberts and Joe Hart. And all those three players were not identified by Ange Postacoglu as signing targets. But Ange went through the process of speaking to all three of them and had the final say. And had the final say. And he decided against two of them and he brings Joe Hart in. Now, I've not heard any comments about Ange talking about Sviachenko, but he has confirmed that Celtic wanted him and Ange said no. no. Paddy Roberts was spoken to. He wasn't the right character. Joe Hart was spoken to a second time because we were in for him the previous season. This time... And thought you're my man. Aye. So I think there's a there's a bit of a control element as well that needs to be given to the manager oh, when it comes 100%. to recruitment. And just got it, but he needs to keep it though. It no, can't change. Question, it cannot Brandon change. Had it the first season, well, he did have it. Yeah. Fa- thankfully, Peter Lowell's gone because he was the one guy. For now. He was the I'm one. Sure, he's gone. Well, we think he's gone, but he was the one guy who just couldn't lose control. He, he just didn't like giving it away. And I think, I think Brendan's first year, he was given that control. Yes. But very slowly but surely, uh, Lowell was just kind of pulling it back in. And that's when Brendan just kind of thought, I'm done here. And you, you can see in this third season, at the start of the season, Rogers was pissed off. 
you could see his body language was all wrong. We got knocked out the Champions League qualifiers, and it was just a horrible kind of season. Terminado, remember that interview? Aye. It was just letting everybody Listen, know that he can speak fluent Spanish. Spanish. <laughs> well done, yeah. Brendan. As long as Ange <laughs> keeps control. Uh, it's control. He's been pretty flawless. Yes. He's recruiting so far, hasn't he? Yeah. Why wouldn't you give him that level of control? And it's the, I suppose what's different is a level of expenditure. Because Brendan got a lot of money to spend. I wouldn't say Ange has a lot of money to spend. I think he's negative 9 million, negative uh, 11 million. Look at something, you know. Yeah. Look at the players under 2 million quid, right? Eddie Gucci. Right, he's an unknown quantity at the moment. O'Reilly. O'Reilly, Joe Hart, and you've also got Hatati and Maeda, who will be a permanent signing at the end of the season because there's an obligation to buy them. All those players for under £2 million each, that's astonishing in the modern game of football. And if you think so about... All those big, players for a Barkas and a Yeti combined. And if you think incredible. about... Because the fee for uh, Big Yakimakis and Juranovic... Uh, £5 million quid for the two of them. That's, that's fantastic you know. Too. So I think that the key is where we are at the moment in terms of the relationship between the board and Ange when it comes to recruitment. That can't change. It should be bolstered by the introduction of Mark Lowell. Are our boards finally starting to realise they may have been getting it wrong for the last 10, 15 years? And maybe now they're seeing, wait a minute, maybe maybe we should change the way we, this club's run. Mm -hmm. And hopefully that's, that is the case. And Because I think... Ange has done so well. He's proved himself in every aspect of the job. Uh, you can trust him. He's he, he's also got the right call. So so yeah, I mean, it's easy to hate the board because they've been so rotten and so poor. But maybe now they are starting to get it right. Yeah. Listen, in fairness, they've delivered quite a bit of success in the last ten years. But there's definitely areas they can improve on. The thing is, know? Lawrence, it's it's a big thing for me that we've been calling on the board to appoint the head of recruitment. For a while now. And, and now he's done it. And it's not a left-field appointment. It's someone who Ange knows, right? So, and he spoke up. So he's coming from that, for me, he's coming, yeah. He's got a good pen. But the question marks, the something isn't it? I think a lot of people are going, well, how far and wide did you go? If you had to say, listen, we're taking somebody off Man City, well, how can we afford that? Because surely City are paying him more than we can pay him. Well, we're paying him more than we could pay him. I don't know if he's came for a wage rise or a wage cut or the same wages. I don't know. But the, but on the, the millions off you it, could it's save. a good move, isn't it? The millions you could so, save, like we've just said there. Well, the knowledge with a good recruitment policy, yeah. The knowledge, because as much as the, the data belongs to City, a lot of it's still going to be in his head. Mm. You know, he maybe can't walk out with files. I remember we had a, a chief scout that tried that once. To, there was a bit of an argument about who, who owned the data. But he's going to still have that knowledge. He's coming in. He's got all the contacts. So... I think the only doubt people had was really going, well, it's, it's low. Well, as much as you want to say Peter's micromanaged and what, the amount of success we've had under Peter's been, you know, quadruple treble. Yeah. Two last 16s, we, Champions League. You, you know, it's he's got a lot of success it, it under, him, under his watch. It was time for him to move. And time. there's areas yeah. he can improve in. Mm -hmm. Not saying he's perfect, but at the same time, he's maybe not as you know, it's not all black and white. You know, there's kind of shades of grey here, isn't there? It's, I think it's easy um, now, looking back on the scenario, to, to look at it with a fresh set of, a fresh perspective. Um, we're going out to 1,100 of you live, so most of you will probably be enjoying the fact that we're coming at you from a different angle today at the bar. I know one person doesn't like it, but you know what? It lets you see what's in here. Sam Cook, uh, you and Lawrence, you're in good company, right? Um, but let us know about some of your highlights this season. We'll, we'll run this for another few minutes. And we've got Dermot coming in as well. Uh, what are we going to follow in two weeks? Hope the Axom shows keep going. Well, we went, we continued throughout last preseason. So um, I know that we've got quite a break. So we'll continue through this preseason as well. Dermot from South Sydney, mate. So he'll be hopefully watching the Australian show when we'll, we put it live. We'll be doing an Australian show, a Japanese show, an American show. I as well, it's, it's going to be a long preseason, isn't it? Like it break. Is. Well, well, listen, but hopefully we're getting the, the signings in and giving us something to talk about. Because honestly, I think we need at least five first teamers. Well, I, I would say right. You take Jota and, and Cameron Carter Vickers, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm and you get those, them in the you five. Get those deals done, and then I think four or five. I'm thinking five on top of them. Yeah, at least. I, I, I think you definitely need a backup keeper. Because if Joe Hart gets injured anything this season, we would have had a different outcome. Well, look at your goalkeepers. Barkas is going to move on. Aye. I think it's time for Hazard and Duhan to move on. Young 
Uh, Toby, you, you, want, you want the two keepers fighting for the for the jersey. So Bain, there's too big a gap between Bain and Aye, Hart, isn't there? Massive gap. And I think it's probably too early for Toby as, as highly as he's thought of. So yeah, no, yeah I, another I think, keeper. I think five top. I mean, top signings this summer is what we'll do. I left left hand sided centre half. That that's his natural position. Yeah, hopefully taller than six foot. And uh, a left back. I know Greg Taylor's been fantastic, but for that higher level, if we want to be that better. Listen, somebody that competes with him, yeah. I'm just definitely, Taylor's been getting better still, as the season's been going on. I'm just definitely yep. developing as a player. Oh, it has. So and there's no reason he won't improve that assist for today. Aye. But, 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 but thinking about the amount of work that Angel get to do him within. If he's got a higher quality, understudy or overstudy, however you say it, a better player in his position, he'll no, learn. Position, totally. he'll, he'll learn and become a better player from that too. We've got a point coming <laughs> in from Stephen under the circumstances, the sweetest and most memorable title since Vim Janssen, who sadly passed away during this particular campaign. Uh, let us know some of your highlights uh, going through this campaign what under Andrew Postecoglou. The best game showed we could compete in Europe, albeit yeah. be only for 20 minutes, There, there were moments. But for that 20 minutes, mate, mm-hmm. we were you know, you, we were well on top of them, well able to compete in Europe. So I suppose it's, could, Roderick was a 20-minute player before this season, then he, this season he's a 90-minute player. Can he make that team a 20-minute European team? Yeah, a 90-minute European well, team my, next my, season? My highlights would have been, obviously, the cup final. You know, winning silverware was fantastic. But then to, to, to smash Rangers at Celtic Park, the, the, to finally beat them was a massive Demolish thing. Them. You know I mean, it's, it's also a statement to say, we're no mugs, we're, we're, we're not scared of you, we'll take you on and we can beat you. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and a lot of times people say, the games, the, the Glasgow Derby games don't... <clears throat> Uh, have a, a bearing really on, on the outcome in the league. I think this year's been different because it's the head-to-heads. Mm-hmm. We've won two, one defeat and draw one. That's that game where we won. If we hadn't won that, that's a six-point swing at yeah. the end. Yeah. They, then it's all square. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So I mean, I, I think for me, those two games is my, were my highlights. And, and obviously today, unofficially yet, but more or less champions. You know? and, so, and becoming a member of the Axon team now, Kevin. 14 says Axum should send someone to Austria. Listen, if the club were up for it, we'd be going. Um, we'd get the cameras and off off we go. Listen, I think we've got someone quite close to us there. They might, might fancy that gig, Kevin. Kevin McCoskey. We might be able to sort that out. That's a good suggestion. Thank you very much. I'm looking forward to seeing the, the types of signings that uh, Andrew brings in, but I've already made it clear. I think we should be offloading the likes of the players that were mentioned from Sorrel, Bolingoli, Ajeti. Barkas, even Julian, there's question marks over Mikey Johnson, there's question marks over James McCarthy even. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we get these guys off the wage ball, Dembele's going. There'll be a few others like Connor Hazard, I guess, Ross Duhan, who I think's played over 100 games on loan yep. uh, You know, for three different clubs. These guys need to go out and get game time. It won't be at Celtic Park. That's 10 players. Yep. 10 players. So it's going to be the same kind of overhaul of staff and players that we had in the last pre-season. Which is massive. Well, the, the thing is, he's got something to build on now. He's got his own players in the door already. Mm-hmm. You know, he's building on something that's his type of players. So I, I, I don't think there's the the change in playing style being implemented. We've already got that playing style for a season, I, and I've got players that can play it. I think the biggest overhaul this 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 window is actually going to be players going out, get shot of because we've got a blown squad. We've got guys here who aren't even close to the to, mm-hmm. to, to the squad match day mm-hmm. squad. Get them away. I still maintain five five players in five good players in and 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 bin ten of the the, the ten players you've mentioned yeah and, and we'll be a much healthier stronger squad. Send Axon to Coventry. <laughs> well, that's, 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 not, that's not very nice, is it? <laughs> is it a Coventry CSC? Right, um, yes, mate. And they leave only Coventry Emerald, and uh, the boys are up. I think every game leaving early for it. There we go. There we go. And uh, Chris D points out thirty games plus unbeaten in the league, outstanding. It has been an outstanding campaign. Um, we started off wondering where it was going to lead us, but he's taken us on this journey. We've all bought in to Ange. Uh, we stopped saying Ange Ball a long time ago, thankfully. Yeah. But we know the philosophy that he has, the style that he has, the style of play. And we just hope that we can keep it together. We can yeah. keep this team together with Ange for the four or five years that I think it, it can really develop into something special. Mm-hmm. Do you think the Thunder's back? Has the, the man from down under made it Thunder? I think so, aye. Um, but again, you're bringing back memories of the, the Ronnie Roar and, and bringing back the Thunder. This this season, it's been all about don't stop. We never stop. Don't stop. Relentless, mate. Aye. It has been. It's been totally relentless. Um, 
We've run over a wee bit. It's 45 minutes, but that's because there was 1,100-plus Celtic fans tuning into the show, um, and we don't want to cut you off early. But please keep in touch with a Celtic state of mind. We will be going out Monday to Friday at 12.30, as normal, in the little small screens for the time being. Um, we'll be covering all the games. We'll be running it through uh, pre-season. But we'll also have fully produced video content, be that short documentaries, interviews, etc. So get onto the channel and subscribe because you can be notified every time a new video comes up. Tonight, we've got a, an unplugged session with a, a band from Glasgow called The BFX. Next Saturday, it's an unbelievable, sensational session with Michael Head and the Red Elastic Band, one of my all-time favourite bands. We got them in for a session. We went down to Liverpool to actually film it. It's coming out a week tonight. Um, it's been a tremendous season. Go and enjoy yourself tonight. Stay safe. Have a baby. Um, have a wee sherbet or two. And uh, come back on Monday at 12.30 for a Celtic State of Mind. I've got to say, I really enjoyed that, lads. Thanks very much. You and Boy Martin, who not long ago was in the comments, now he's in the studio, and also Lawrence Conley. Thanks for joining me on a Celtic State of Mind. phone companies say they offer home internet but if their internet comes from a cell phone network you should know it's just phone internet not home internet keep your home up to speed with cox cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5g home internet cox is the real home internet you're looking for Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. It's the Marketer's Report. This week, Patrizia Spagnoletto, Global Chief Marketing Officer, Direct Consumer for Warner Brothers Discovery, weighs in on the difficult task of building and retaining consumer trust. Trust is a really hard thing to build and a really easy thing to destroy. And we have to be very respectful about that. Our partnership with iHeart has really helped us build that trust and that relationship with the on-air talent. The best thing for us to do is to build a relationship with our consumers. And if those consumers have a relationship with the DJs that are on air, then we want to build on that. House of the Dragon, which was one of our most successful, if not the most successful campaign we've ever done for a show, audio was a core part of that. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. Not just a media company, iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.